come to uh, study in Rome? Anthropology. And why that? It was still... a vague idea of what that was when I was 18. And then, because uh, I felt I wanted to study a social science of some sort, a humanist science. Uh, and I somehow didn't feel like enrolling into philosophy and anthropology seemed... Uh, an interesting alternative, but I don't have like a, a clear answer on why I involved in anthropology instead of I don't know psychology or sociology. So uh, it would be safe to assume that you're an anthropologist. No, because I, I don't make a living or I don't spend my time doing anthropology-related things. But I have a a tiny background in studying anthropology, filmmaking. Oh. How'd you fall into that? Uh, because it's always been my primary goal, even uh, while I was majoring in anthropology. So then I decided to shift completely onto that because that's what I what I realized I wanted to do. That's uh, that's like the opposite end of the spectrum, so to speak, in terms of career choices. Um, no, not really. Oh, okay, enlighten me. Mm -hmm. Because there's a very common, um, how do you say, uh, there's a lot of similarities in the ways you approach um, certain subjects. If you're a storyteller or you're an anthropologist, there's a, a tight connection on... Uh, on analysis and storytelling in both fields, even if the, the actual uh, act of making something that is film-related is very different from what an anthropologist does, but still there is also a common ground, which is visual anthropology, which is basically using the tools of cinema to do something more uh, traditionally related to an anthropologic survey of some sort. Hmm. So I think it's... They're, they're different in the way, in the praxis, but they're very common in the in the way you look at things. I've often heard the phrase uh, art imitates life, but in this, these days, these recent events with the, the virus and the quarantine and everything, there have been a lot of people with conspiracy theories, and they usually use uh, films about pandemics. There's one specifically about the coronavirus that came out, I think, two years ago, to say that this is actually life imitating art. Um, do you have any uh, opinion about that? Are you conspiracy theorists of any kind? Or do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, but I just think that that's coming from bored people who need to 
give meaning to things in in a way that makes their uh, lives more interesting. Uh, so they tend to grab on fantasies because it's more interesting than just uh, admit that it's only happening by chance. And, and since you have a background of, uh, of movies and um, theories, you hold on to that to, to give yourself an explanation of what's going on. But I'm, I'm not really interested. I think it's a silly way of approaching the, the issues that we, that we are facing. Do you think it's... But it's true. It means that uh, uh, life imitates art, but only because the art that was previously produced has imitated life uh, in its turn. So you are... So the, the, the movies that are now informing the... The, the theory, the complot theories are probably based on events that have a, a connection to uh, something that happened before. So the, the cycle always uh, stems from something that happened. So the, the statement is true, but also um, I don't feel like it's something that has any kind of uh, interest So you say you're in Rome, right? What's the response mm -hmm. been like? Because in the north, things were shut down since when? Like uh, February, wasn't it? Uh, a week before the rest of the country. Okay. Um, and what's what's the environment like in Rome? I can only speak from what I see uh through my balcony and on my way to the supermarket because that's the only sites that I've been having for the last for the last month um, and it's quiet the city is quieter than it's ever been of course uh, I don't know what's going on in the rest of um, of my block and the rest of the city in general so I can't speak for at least from what I see from the uh, from the news that I see these deserted images of Rome. So uh, that's the impression that I get. Uh, but it's like that everywhere, I think. And how do you feel about the government's response to this crisis? Considering uh, it, it, it was the first the Western governments to tackle this thing, and that was uh, a natural. There was a natural understatement at the beginning because that's what you do. You think this is not going to be serious because you don't want to believe it's going to be so serious. Uh, I think it. We reacted in a good, considering we have a federal uh, system when it comes to uh, regional autonomy uh, for the. Uh, the health system so each region can do what it feels like unless there is a an higher uh, directive from the government and Lombardia was the, you know was the first case where everything started and people had to figure things out and maybe some mistakes were made uh, but 
but again, it was the first. So we we also functioned as a our way of uh, the way we locked down was a blueprint for other countries that are now shutting down, even if they have a very low rate of um, how do you say contamination. So all in all, is good. I mean, we also starting to uh, witness the effects of the lockdown. Uh, so maybe only time can tell how good our response was, but I I wouldn't feel too big uh, critical of the choices we made right now. Okay, going back to um, the filmmaking thing, has any of this inspired like new ideas, any type of creativity? maybe virus or non-virus related yes but not 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 uh directly related to this it's just the fact that you spend so much time uh inside and you have actually more hours to think about you know yourself there's a an inner journey going on so you think about what inspires you, what pushes you forward, but uh, how can you use the the newfound uh, uh, stack of time that you have to uh, make something out of it? So yeah, in a way, it's affecting what what I feel drives me to create, but it's not related to the to what I see in the streets. I mean, I'm, and I don't fill my head with the uh, sci-fi ideas or uh, anything extremely related to this, but I'm, since I have more time to read and think, uh, I feel more, uh, my head is fuller with uh, ideas. Doesn't necessarily mean that uh, those ideas turn into pages or uh, actual concepts, but I feel more uh, fuller, for sure. So this, these ideas that come to mind, these are things you're executing, or they're just ideas that come to mind? Like, are you... Um, no, I'm not executing in terms of uh, putting words on paper. I'm executing, I would say, other other creative uh, endeavors, but which are not related to, I don't know, so storytelling ideas. Such as? Such as uh, editing, such as working on images that I previously had, uh, focusing on polishing stuff that were half done, things like that. Well, hopefully we'll be able to see something that comes out of this at some point, if you don't mind sharing. Um, mm -hmm. when you first heard of this virus, the COVID-19, when it was spreading in China, what was your first mm -hmm. thoughts, your first feelings about it? Uh, that was curious and, uh, but in a way we were some, somehow used to, um, see pandemics in, in China and we were also used to believe that was something that wasn't um, that didn't belong to us in a way it was foreign it was exotic it happened before so you just 
thought, okay, there's another one of those, like a SARS and, and the Aviary flu. And, you know, you, you felt it was interesting, strange uh, to see those huge uh, landscapes in China cities deserted. But also it felt it was happening around the planet in a way. So there was concern, but it was uh, some kind of a safe concern. Does it um, influence how you feel you would respond internally to um, a potential crisis such as this in the future? Like, rather than feeling distant because it's in a distant place, since it's basically global now, mm -hmm. you'd feel a little bit more alert, I guess, towards it. You take it more seriously, I suppose, for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. But you mean the same crisis here? I mean, like, you, if that functioned as a warning to raise a level of alarm for in case it would spread? Well, just that meaning that... Um, you know, a lot of people share that sentiment that, you know, it was far away. So yeah. uh, it didn't feel real to me necessarily. But when it got here, then it mm -hmm. was real. But in actuality, you had a lot of people um, in China, for example, that were getting sick, that were dying. So it was already real because real consequences were, you know, happening even though it was far away. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So now that the world sees, it's not just them. It could easily be me too, or my neighbor or my brother or sister who's in another mm -hmm. country. Do you think that now this may have reshaped that sentiment going forward if you were to hear something else that takes place in another mm, um, I think it will shape the to extreme events, but on a, let's say, on a more social, um, on a higher institutional level. I mean, we have now some kind of a, a background for emergencies that might apply in future occurrences, but I don't think that we are developing uh, some kind of a higher empathy as a as a population to deal with these kind of things. I felt the very first days and the first maybe couple of weeks there was a, a larger sense of um, of uh, mutual. Um, as a shared danger that made people feel closer and more empathic to each other. But now this has become a weird uh, norm. I mean, things are... There's not the same level. So I don't feel there's that kind of sparkle for an enlightenment that was before. What about you personally? Um... I don't think I've, in a way, changed in terms of how I feel about these things because I always felt kind of uh, uh, 
spoken to a few people and they've all said that the day after this that their country shut down they were supposed to do something did you have any plans for because Italy shut down on the 9th right of March mm-hmm. did you have any plans for the next day or days coming that you were looking forward to that just turned on its head or it was basically it was a relaxed moment for you well not specifically uh well no actually yes i was supposed to start working on a movie the ninth mm-hmm. but i was noticed uh i think 10 days before that the movie was going to be pushed so yeah, in a way, just the, the the same exact day that the lockdown started, I was supposed to uh, begin something, which was very important for me. Do you think that it'll still be available once this, I guess, the lockdown is lifted or it's gone? Um, I really don't know. So there's because been the, 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 I don't have nobody actually has any idea of how that specific. Um, field is going to work for the next few months. Uh, so I hope that it, I get a chance to uh, be part of that project again, but uh, I'm not really longing or you know, f- crossing my fingers for that because nobody knows, so I don't want to uh, feel that I can re- uh, rely on, on it. Mm. Um no, I'm with uh, my flatmates. So spending a month, basically 24 hours with your flatmates, does that give you a new appreciation for being alone, or do you? No, you... it actually means making it's making me feel that I uh, made the right choice in moving uh, in this apartment with other people because I. I felt many times during the lockdown that uh, if I was spending uh, these days all, all by myself, I would have had a, a much harder time in coping with this. So how are you spending your days outside of editing and polishing old things? Uh, I work out almost, like uh, I would say, four times a week. Mm-hmm. I cook. Sometimes even two times a day, and sometimes, you know, other food like cakes and desserts. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you bake? Um, yeah. I mean, easy stuff, but yeah. Um, then um, I read 
mm-hmm. probably most of the time. Well, what are you reading? It. Stephen King's. Okay. Is I it... finally uh, got a, you know, enough time to delve into it because it's uh, not, not a thin book. Uh, I play video games, not, uh, I try to do it like, uh, how do you say, uh, alternating between weeks. So one week I would, mm, I would play and the other week I would focus on other stuff. And that's pretty much it. I mean, I play a lot guitar also. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the the things that I usually do when I'm home, um, I'm of course doing a lot more than I used to, and it's also helping in in, sh- in uh, shaping my focus towards those things. Because now I have uh, three or four hours each day to focus on playing, and that's happening more than it ever happened. Same things for reading or. And those things are also um, contributing to the that um, process that I was describing before, where you know uh, having the chance to be more in touch with those sides helps you feel more focused about your ideas in general, about your I don't know, sense of taste, uh, what to what what you want to consume. Uh, in, in order to you know feel inspired or feel, I, I'm not I'm not like opening the Netflix homepage, scrolling through movies that I don't and I it, not been able to pick one. Uh, I'm much more focusing in what I want to uh, see, what I want to watch, and what I want to read. Gotcha. Uh, because I have a lot of time to. Uh, to understand my my feelings and my curiosities. So it sounds like this is making you a little more disciplined. Yeah, definitely. I, but I was that was a conscious effort. So I was I decided I was going to go to bed earlier, wake up earlier, uh, have somehow a more stable schedule during the days. So yeah, it definitely helped my self discipline. Is there um is there anything that you can't wait to get back to, or maybe a person once this is all over? Uh, yeah, I mean, all the people that I care about, but I wouldn't make a, how do you say, a chart of who I want to see first. I just feel that I want to go back to a real, a real way of. Con- Connecting with the people you care, and also I feel like I want to spend time doing silly stuff that distract me from the stuff that I'm usually uh, focused on. Because you know what I do is basically depending only from my level of focus. And now that I have all the time in the world, I'm focusing a lot on on, the, on those things, but I don't have the relief of just letting go and parting with friends and spending time doing things that are really not related to the what I do on a daily basis. What type of silly stuff, if you don't mind? No, parting out, uh, going out with friends, drinking, dancing, 
uh, weekend uh, escapes, uh, you know, outside the city. Is there something specific that you haven't done that you feel like I'm definitely going to do it now? Uh, now in the house? In general, like now that you can't after go out. Yeah, after like now that you can't go out and do it, is there something that you've been thinking, you know, I would really, really like, I've always wanted to do this specific thing and once I have my quote unquote freedom. Uh, the most obvious thing is to take a long break to be traveling a bit. And but was, I don't mean like going off for a weekend or a week. I mean like having the chance to go and disrupt my routine for a long time, like one or two months and, you know, just go with the flow and have experiences in places. That's probably the, the, the most, um, the strongest uh, feeling that I have spawning from uh being locked down you know i um <laughs> so, i mean now it's like going to the grocery store is kind of an adventure for me so to speak um but when i get to the uh the lines because you know you have to wait and they call a certain amount of people to go in it can't be everybody at once um i hear a lot of uh stories i hear a lot of conversations about fears and theories and everything uh, concerning what's going on and what might happen. Um, mm. Are there any fears that you have going forward? Anything that you're afraid may occur or may not occur, may not come back, may evolve, evolve into something? Oh, um, I'm anxious about people going back to their uh, previous uh, normality. Uh, not not realizing that this is a chance to think about stuff. But again, my, my lifestyle wasn't very different before this, so I feel like, you know, I don't have to switch too much into a slower pace because I wasn't really frantic before. But I'm afraid that people, I mean, I would say humans, uh, will... Just not, they just feel an urge to go back to how it was, uh, profit, build something slightly new in terms of awareness. Uh, I'm afraid of, um, of not having the chance to develop my, my career in a way in terms of just getting jobs, gigs and stuff. Because the the arts, uh, I think, will have uh, will be uh, deeply affected by this. Um, so I would say I'm not afraid, but one of the things that I'm that I'm thinking more about is should I find something else? Because that's going to be even weaker as a career choice right now in terms of. Uh, the ability to sustain yourself and and keep doing it. So I would say that that is the the things that I fear most uh, for for what's going to happen after this. So you you're not confident that your industry will, I guess, reopen anytime soon. 
or if it does, it'll be drastically different and selective. Like yeah, I feel that it's going to be a very slow process, that of uh, getting into shape, and yeah, it will be different from what it we what we used to think. I mean, it, it will be different for sure. Do you think this is something that'll be temporary or permanent? This difference? Um, no, probably temporary. Just be to you know reassess to the new order of things. Whoa. Um, um, I'll probably have to put you on uh, on the speaker and keep on uh-huh. uh, tinkering this pasta. Okay. So you're saying that you're considering other career um, directions? No, I'm just, I'm not already considering, but I'm uh, thinking if I should start developing uh, other drives in terms of wh- what I want to do with my time. If uh, if my industry is shaken as I think it it will be. What do you think it would be available to people? Because, you know, that's that's the conversation they're having now. Will I have a job to go back to once this is over? Um, I don't know. I know what kind of jobs won't be available for a while. But uh, I don't know if there will be any specific job that will be positively affected by this besides uh, people who make masks. Mm. Oh, today's Easter, isn't it? Hmm? Today's Easter, right? Yeah. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Well, since you're not in uh, Puglia, or Puglia, as I like to say, um, with your family, mm-hmm. uh, how are you celebrating? Like, what are you, what are you doing with your roommates? We're making panzerotti, and then we're going to eat the shit out of these panzerotti. <laughs> what, what, what's, what's that? Explain it. Uh, it's a fried thing, typical from Puglia. Is it meat? Is it a vegetable? Is it bread? No, it's, no, it's, uh, it's um, pasta, but not in term, in, intended as uh, the main dish. It's, uh, you know, like a pizza, mm-hmm. but then it's shaped into small, like half moons fried with stuff inside stuff like what cheese uh tomatoes and cheese so okay so it's like a mini pizza like uh yeah yeah in a way but it's the the shape is not that of a pizza sounds sounds delicious i have eggs and zucchini (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry Well, it's, it's it's better than nothing considering the circumstances. Um, before I let you go, mm-hmm. I would like to know what games you're playing. I played um, since the beginning of the lockdown. I played Half Life Two, Jedi Fallen Order, Timberweed Park, and Detroit Becomes Human. Before it becomes human. Mm-hmm. What is that? It's an interactive drama, as they call it, 
set in Detroit in the future where uh, androids become sentient. Uh, but it's basically a, a movie where you just pick, it's like a, what's the English for it? Um, you know, that kind of uh, narrative where you make decision and you affect the story. I don't know the English term for it, but it's like the Bandersnatch episode of, oh, of Black Mirror. Okay. So, okay. But you also you also play like you control the character, but you just basically tell him what to do in certain circumstances. Okay. Um, and nobody knows where we're gonna be eight to ten months down the road. Um, mm-hmm. After everything that you've experienced, everything you've seen, you know that directly affects you and outside of. Rome outside of Italy um, what advice would you have for your future self 8 to 10 years down the road I mean 8 to 10 months down the road um, keep focused and um, follow the thing follow in a way sounds silly but follow your heart and do what you feel like doing uh, and not just follow what makes you, what people makes you feel is more certain or stable. Because in this kind of situations, you realize, you know, uh, you're not what you do. If you can do what you do, well, what else is there? What, what drives you, what makes you, what keeps you, you know, interested and uh, active and not bored? So if you focus on that, besides, you know, your economic, uh, economical fortune, I think you're, you're fine. Okay. And also focus on the moment, because that's uh, every, and, uh, everything you have. 